First, let me tell you about Rough Greens. If you're a dog owner, we know how you feel. I love my dog. And I, I, you know, I didn't understand people when they're like, oh, my cat died and I can't come to work. And it's like, it's like, cat. But I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Somehow or another, you've twisted that cat into something equal to a dog. And I know how much my dog means to me. I love my dog. And I want Uno to have the very best and to be in the best health. And, and shepherds don't live that long. He's, he's, what, nine now. He's getting to be an older dog, older than me, older than Biden soon. Maybe we should put rough greens on Biden's food. Come Not on, sure. Man. Come on. No joke. Seriously, folks. Uh, anyway, all the nutrients that he needs that are missing in dog food, you sprinkle it on top of the dog food and watch your dog. Just watch them. Uh, they change. Uno did. Stu's dog did. President Miles. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out right now at roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. The extravaganza begins 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, first, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Give me 60 seconds, and then I've got a lot to say about the president's speech last night. A few years ago, um, I could barely use my hands. Uh, if you watched us on The Blaze, we'd get people all the time, why is Glenn's hands all wrapped up? And I was tempted to say, lost him in a bandsaw uh, accident. It was really bad. Uh, but I, but now I don't have to worry about it. My hands work again. I can paint again and hold a paintbrush. I was afraid I was never going to be able to have a pen or a paintbrush in my hand ever again. Now, listen, if you're in pain, please listen to my wife. Because my wife said, Oh, you got it. And she sounds so much like that. It's, um, that is, I mean, it's one of the best impressions I've ever done. Or ever heard, don't you think, Stu? I thought she was in the room. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, she's like, you gotta try everything. I'm like, honey, it's not gonna work. You gotta try everything. And I'm like, okay, I just can't listen to that voice anymore. It's like living with, oh my gosh, I can't even say, like living with Hillary Clinton. I'm sorry, honey, I don't mean that. <laughs> ReliefFactor.com, call 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com, 800-583-84. Call them right now. So, man, I don't know about you, but I am so glad we got rid of that dictator, Donald Trump. Right? Oh, my gosh. He was such a dictator. Uh, Let me just share some of the audio in case, for some reason, I don't know, you have a life and you don't. You live in that strange world where you think the president of the United States doesn't have enough power to actually control your life. I mean, what are we? Some sort of a country run by like the Taliban, like Australia. Here's what the president said last night 
Let's go to uh, let's go to clip four, please. This is not about freedom oh, or personal choice. Mm-hmm. It's mm. about protecting yourself and those around you, okay. the people you work with, right? The people you care about, right? The people you love. I love them. Okay, so it's not about freedom, please. It's not about freedom. You're willing to exchange your freedom for security, right? Because you're going to deserve both if you do. It was something like that that Ben Franklin said. No, it's the opposite of that. Um, But uh, this isn't about freedom and your personal choice. Forget about my body, my choice. Forget about the fact that, for instance, I and millions of Americans have already had COVID. I had a very rough case of COVID. I was out for like two weeks and it went on for about a month. I just couldn't kick this thing. Um, I got all those, what I like to call follow the science antibodies. Now it might be confusing for some, especially if you watch. Uh, my wife thinks antibodies are a little different. Uh, she looks at my body and goes, mm, I think they're all a that. Um, uh, I have, I have antibodies. If you've had a bad case of it, you probably have antibodies that are much, much stronger than any vaccine. But yet I'm not counted. I have to have a vaccine, too. No, I'm not going to get a vaccine. I'm going to let my body work because it's my body, my choice. No offense. Your body isn't exactly working all that well. Uh you know, do you know how much crap this body processes <laughs> somehow or another keeps me alive? This body is amazing. Uh, so he announced his his mandate plan. Here he is. Cut five. My job as president is to protect all Americans. Stop. Oh. So not- Stop. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm going to look in the job description because you <laughs> you take you raise your hand and you say, look. I'm the president. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and um, in just the other room. That's your job. That's your job. You're not there to protect all Americans. That sounds nice. And we'd like to believe that. But nobody can protect you. Are we going to stop driving? Are we going to get rid of dishwashers? Do you know that dishwashers are the most deadly appliance in in your house? Open dishwashers. Maybe we should make dishwashers that don't have openings. Are we going to get rid of all pools? Is the president going to be lifeguard? You know, I've heard that when he was a lifeguard when he was younger, he had little black kids just you know, stroke the hair on his legs. I do remember the story from Joe Biden. Yeah, Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. disturbing. But I mean, if that's what you want. One of the single strangest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. Would you agree with that? I I would. Yeah, I would say, yes, that's one of the uh, strangest uh, stories I've ever heard. And I'm just trying to remember all the stuff that I heard from my grandfather when he started to go to Mm -hmm. Night Night Lamb. Uh, because and he, that was in the same speech as the corn pop. Speech. Yes, it was. Yeah, Which, corn pop was. Uh, I think is secondary though to the oh the little black the children little that children in the pool his legs. Yeah. petting his legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Come was on, very man. <laughs> no joke. I'm not making this up. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So his job is not to protect everyone because his job is to protect 
everyone's rights. It says in the in the Declaration of Independence, governments are instituted among men to protect those rights. That's what government is supposed to do. I know everybody thinks it's like, I'm supposed to have a free ice cream cone. No, you're not. No, you're not. The first job is to protect people's rights. And that only counts when you hate it. You know how I know when God is telling me to do something? There is no God. I I know when God is telling me to do something because it always sucks. (laughs) It always sucks. It's never something I want to do. It's like, go help that person. Oh, come on. I feel like my teenage son. Every time God talks to me, I understand how my teenage son hears me. He said last night, I said, did you take out the garbage? He said, oh, was I supposed to do that? I said, only every Thursday for your entire life. And he's like, oh, And I know God does the same thing for all of us. He's like, it's not that hard, dude. Just do this. I don't want to do that. (laughs) When you are protecting people's rights, I can tell you they come from God. And you the ones that matter are the ones you're like, I don't want to protect their right to say that. I don't want to protect their right to do that. Uh That's when you know you should do that. The president, his job is not to protect you, but to protect rights. And someday, I hope we don't have to learn this by losing all of our rights. But someday we will learn that lesson. And it's it's amazing that we have to learn it. But I I gave a speech last night um, for Louis Gohmert. Uh, he was uh, having a birthday party and his uh, annual fundraiser. And so I went down there and I said, you know, I've been thinking about the Declaration of Independence. And there are eight words in there I no longer believe. And I used to really firmly believe them. I mean, I've done monologues on how much I believe that this concept to be true. I don't believe it anymore. And that is, we hold these truths to be self-evident. Those eight words don't count them. Um, those words I don't think are true. Now, when they wrote it, they said, we hold these truths. So, yeah, they might have, but they're not self-evident. You have to you have to experience the need of those rights before you really understand them. And I don't think Americans really understand those rights anymore. Self-evident hyphenated, therefore seven. Seven words. We you can never just let me be right, be right? You just never can just let it go. <laughs> I can just you? want the facts out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So as president, it's his job to protect. So what is he going to do? So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor hmm. is developing an emergency rule to require emergency all rule. employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated. All right, stop for a second. I just want to say, I run the Mercury Studios. Okay, I don't run the Blaze. I run the Mercury Studios. And let me tell you this right now. If you want to come and visit 
you want to work here in the studios and you're afraid of anybody who's not vaccinated, you should find another job. I'm not going to fire you, but you should find another job. If you think that everyone around you has to live life the way on your terms, the way you think, I, I, I think you should find another place to work because I'm not going to enforce that at the Mercury Studios. And I saw a tweet from the CEO of The Blaze, Tyler Carden, uh, and he said, I sure as something mm-hmm. <laughs> am not going to be uh, putting in a vaccine mandate. That's going to be really common, right? I mean, that's going to be uh, there's going to be a lot of companies who just say no to this. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Which will hurt our ESG score, you know. And how would this, how does this even get enforced? I mean, an OSHA complaint basically would come from an employee most of the time, right? Uh-huh. So if you have That's like. what they're counting on. Right. So there could be a liberal tattletale or, <gasps> or something who puts that in. And then you're going to have to deal with, with the, uh, with the associated issues. But I think, uh, I think a company like the Blaze, like Mercury Radio Arts is, is ready to. Is ready to fight that, right? Oh, yeah. We, uh, and I think there's going to be, be. A, a lot of companies that are willing to fight that. Now, let me just say, you used a, you, you keep using this word. You used an interesting word. I did. Yeah. Uh, workaround. Mm. Workaround. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing about the Constitution. There are no workarounds. We all love the Constitution. We all love rights. But, you know, there are things we got to do. No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Your oath didn't say I'm going to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America unless I need a workaround. And that's not part of it. It's exact. And if you want to change it, you have to amend it. There is, oh, it's an old dusty document, completely out of date. Well, good, then update it. It has a system in it so you can update it. Well, I don't want to do that because I'm going to, that's so hard. Yeah, that's basically the argument against it. It's hard. Yeah. It's supposed to be hard. So uh, Stephanie Rule from the uh, White House, chief of staff, uh, they might regret this tweet. Quote, OSHA doing this vax mandate as an emergency workplace safety rule is the ultimate workaround for the federal government to require vaccines. Wait a minute. Hold on just a second. They're admitting right now, this is a work around the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are they this stupid? Are they this <laughs> arrogant? I mean, it, they would make the same argument about us with the Texas abortion law. Now, of course, the abortion is not in the Constitution. That's ridiculous. But still, that's what they would argue. My right us. to... My right to abort a baby's in the Constitution. <laughs> right. I think right. it's part of the quartering of horses. Mm. It's in that one. The, yeah, that's that's odd. I, I think one thing that is worth talking about, though, yeah. is people ask us all the time, why do we talk about like these foundational issues? I know. They're so tired. I know. People are like, oh, stop talking about the Constitution. What yeah. is the con- Like, seriously, this is an... Oh, we used a real to make strain- fun of no. people that carry the pocket Constitution. Sure. I feel guilty every day that I'm like, I don't have the Constitution with me. I don't know what... I mean, we should all know it. Do you know most people have never even never, read it? Never even read it. 
It's not that long. No, it's, it's really not short. like, you know, and all it is is saying stuff that the federal government can't do. Right. But when you ignore that stuff over a long period of time and, for example, give power to a group like OSHA, I don't know what's going to happen with this rule, honestly. I, normally, I would say, ah, oh, this is going to get overturned. OSHA has a ton of power to regulate workplaces. And think of every dumb sign you've ever seen on the wall of a factory. Like, do not put forklift in I. And you're like, why? <laughs> do I do, why do I have a How sign? would that even work? I I now know. I want to try it. Can I get that forklift in my eye? I'd like to try it. OSHA has tons of power. I know and, they do. And that is a larger foundational conversation as to whether we should have these nameless, faceless bureaucracies no, the, able to uh, do this. Answer, and the answer is no. The answer is no. This, this is what is, they can do with that power. This is the progress. That's why I've said we are now past the progressive era. We're now headed towards some sort of a dictatorship, authoritarianism. This is the progressive said they want to build a state so powerful with all of these Mm -hmm. offices and all of these unelected officials that the president can just say, yeah, go ahead and do that. And it would it would erase all of the constitutional boundaries. We're there, gang. Yeah, we're there. There's been a trendy sort of thing on with some conservative thought in that we need to stop talking about we, that we need the government to be smaller or less powerful. Let's just do the right things with the government. Now, look, no. there's, some, there's something to making sure you can govern well. And when you have a program, it runs well. I understand all that. But this is why. Because now this 95-year-old senile buffoon can do whatever he wants. Because all of this power you know, has been sitting in his hands all this time. Can I just say... And I, 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 I hold out hope it'll be overturned, but it's not impossible this thing actually gets through. Now, let me just talk Let me just talk about the term you just used. This... No joke. I would like to say the man is senile. Um, I'm not using that as an excuse. This guy no. is engaged. He knows enough of what he's doing. He wants this. And by the way, yeah. you know what else he wants? For you out there on the weekend of September 11th to forget about Afghanistan. And if you don't to tell me that at least this is partially because he wants to gaslight the audience oh, yeah. and have everybody forget the bipartisan disaster of Afghanistan here. He's going to piss off conservatives and liberals will like him. Yeah. Well, but with Afghanistan, everybody was saying what a bad job he was. He was doing and he wants that off of the front page, off of off of your devices. Uh, well, I just have somebody coming up in about eight minutes. Uh, so use this time to forget completely about Afghanistan and, and uh, the anniversary of 9-11 tomorrow, uh, because in about eight minutes, I'm going to remind you because there's somebody who went to Afghanistan, did some really good stuff, uh, and the president didn't like it at all. A lot of people didn't like it. I do. I he saved people. Uh, I know. Wow. I know. You're not supposed to do that. We'll get to that in 60 seconds. Did, first, did the Taliban say it was okay? I don't know. The oh. State Department is still waiting for permission. Oh, okay. Still waiting good. for permission. Good. Uh, you ready for this one? Yeah. Uh, in one of my last updates of the day yesterday from Afghanistan. We might have to wait a couple of days because there's a couple of holidays for the Taliban uh, and they may not be able to get anything done. Oh, and I'm like, really? What are the holidays? One's a Muslim holiday and the other one is September 11th. Oh it's my God. a holiday for them. Oh, my God. Let me tell you about VidAngel. I mean... <laughs> Would it be great on this show where you could just edit out all of the sad stuff and the tragic stuff? It would be the show would be about two and a half minutes. Um, but 
It would be nice. Well, you can do that with all of the movies and TV shows that you watch with filters from vidangelbeck.com. And it just, you go on the filter page and it says, you know, what do you want? You want some of this? You know, none of this? They don't have one that's more of this. It doesn't have that. Um, But you can filter out all of the different things that maybe are offensive to you, but are not offensive to your neighbor. I don't believe in censorship. I do believe in your personal... My body, my choice, what goes through my eyes and into my brain and into the brains of my children, I think I should have a choice on that. And that's what VidAngelBeck does. Go to VidAngelBeck.com, use the promo code BECK1, and you can try VidAngel for a dollar for a month. I know you're going to love this, especially if you have children in the house. VidAngelBeck.com, only a buck. VidAngelBeck.com, 10 seconds, station ID. Holy cow. Uh, if if Bill O'Reilly doesn't have a brain aneurysm before he's on this program, he's going to be incredible uh, today. He's going to have a lot to say. Oh, yeah. But the news may he may pop up a major, major vessel in his head because uh, I know I almost did. But he's aged. You know what I mean? Oh, OK. So. Mm-hmm. He's frail. Looks pretty spry compared to the president, I'll tell you that. He does. He does. He does. Uh, I mean, Don Imus looks spry. <laughs> Today. Today. Today, uh-huh. Don Imus looks uh, spry. <laughs> compared to the president. Uh, let me just play one more thing. Um, and I'm glad, again, we got rid of that dictator, Donald Trump, because we don't like dictators. Could you play cut eight, please? My plan also takes on elected officials and states that are undermining you and these life-saving actions. Right now, local school officials are trying to keep children safe in a pandemic while their governor Uh picks a fight with them and even threatens their salaries or their jobs. (gasps) Talk about bullying in schools. I know. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, Uh I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. Now, here's the good news. What on earth? He doesn't have any power to do that. So, I mean. He thinks he does. Oh, he thinks he does. He thinks he does. Scary. Have Uh, you ever heard a president talk like that about American citizens? Never. Never, never. We didn't play some of the bad parts. We didn't got to them yet. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So you walk up to the guy standing behind the counter in the electronics department. You lay your wallet down on the counter and say, gee, mister. I'd sure like a pair of earbuds so I could listen to some tunes. So he takes your wallet, takes everything out of your wallet, smiles a little, predatory smile. Then he hands you two small earbuds and look like a little hammer and sickle, really, quite honestly, except in white. Comrade, he says, in Soviet Russia and now America, earbuds listen to you. (laughs) That, I swear, is exactly what happened to me. Until I got Raycons. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life. I, I listened to them on the world's longest flight to the Middle East and back without charging them. So you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. And they're about half the price of Apple earbuds. They are great. 
You get also a 45-day happiness guarantee. So if you don't love them, send them back. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Save 15% on Raycons right now. All right, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. It's mandated. Do it now. You know, uh, there's people who are like, in God we trust on the money. Why do we have in God we trust? I know. I think it's a little outdated. I think it's a little dusty. I'm thinking you're not the boss of me. What do you think? As our new national motto. You're not the boss of me. Um, because that's exactly what the government is trying to do. They're trying to tell us exactly what to do. And they're trying to teach people a lesson. You don't have the authority. You don't have the power to make a difference. And I'm here to tell you, yes, you do. I, I, I think actually we should adopt the slogan, the old uh, Barack Obama. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. You can't. You can't control your own body. Yes, we can. You can't control your own state. Yes, we can. You can't go into Afghanistan and save people we left behind. Yes, we can. There's a congressman that has uh, been trying uh, hard uh, to get over to Afghanistan and save people. Uh, Last week, uh, he was reported missing and very irresponsible, according to the State Department. Uh, then he popped back up on the radar, and I'm going to have you uh, have him tell the story. Congressman Mark, Main, uh, Mark Wayne Mullen is uh, joining us now. He is the congressman from Oklahoma. Hello, sir. How are you? Hey, Glenn. How you doing? I got to say, it's a, a pleasure to be on your be on your show. I've listened to you for listened to you for years. In fact, I met you a long time ago uh, when you came into Tulsa to do an event for KFAQ. That was oh my gosh! In politics. Wow! So, wow! Uh, well, thank you, and, and on your show. thank you. It's an honor to have you on the show. I uh, I'd love for you to tell the uh, the audience exactly what you did and how difficult it was for a U.S. congressman to go into uh, Afghanistan and try to save people. Well, first of all, I, I just want to make it very clear. I went in as a citizen, not as a congressman. I, I wanted to make that. I, I, I went on a blue passport or so to say on a blue passport. Now, you need to have a passport to get in Afghanistan right now. But uh, and, and the State Department literally fought us every way. And every time I hear the president, I hear Secretary Lincoln, I hear General Milley or General McKenzie go out there and talk about an every American that wanted out could have got out and how. Uh, they were negotiating with the Taliban, which when, when did we as a nation negotiate with a terrorist organization? Right. Um, saying that, you know, they, they negotiated self-passage. All that is a flat out lie. Even when they go out there and said that they helped four Americans, Miriam and her three kids, get out of, of Afghanistan, that's a flat out lie. It was my team and I and really my team that I was blessed to be able to work with because I'm the low man on the totem pole that worked tirelessly for three weeks to get her out and not one time did the state department help us in fact at one time they told us that they weren't going to assist me in any way and uh and and so it's it's a it's not even it's a it's a bold-faced lie when they're saying this stuff and they have to be held accountable but what's amazing to me glenn is how many americans true americans um veterans and non-veterans uh, and, and private individuals and, and, and companies and, and nonprofit organizations, including yourself, 
that has stepped up in a big way. And I want to thank you because we know you're out there and you're helping. We know that you have you have put finances behind this. And uh, because there's all, we're a small group that's over there working still. Yeah. And we know who's over there helping. And I just want to thank you for what you're doing because you're making a big difference too. I mean, you're really poning up and, and helping in huge ways. And we've been trying to help you in the backside too, trying to get some I of know. those fights out of Messrs. Reef. I know. And um, in fact, we have guys out there that's working on it. And I don't know if you know this, but we, we, I offered the State Department I, on one of your one of your planes. We offered the State Department. I spoke to him myself. I said, listen, if you're concerned about the manifest sheet, let me use one. One, and I'll put only AMSETs and SIVs. I'll give you a complete manifest sheet. I'll tell you everybody that's on it. I'll give you a copy of their paperwork, a copy of their passport. We will put people on it, and we will fly back with them and make sure the flight is secure. And they still wouldn't give us clearance to leave. And oh, it's, I, it's disheartening on uh, how that happened. Uh, I will tell you, um, last week, I don't know if you've heard this, Congressman, but uh, last week the State Department openly laughed and mocked us. They laughed yeah, at us and mocked us. Uh, are you familiar with the story of where they I, said I that, yeah, we needed we needed a different kind of paperwork. We said, where where do you get that yeah. paperwork? And they said, the yeah. embassy. And we said, there is no embassy. And they <laughs> laughed, right. laughed at us and said, well, you're just going to have to work on that then, I guess. What? Do you know what they told me? They said, we don't control the airspace over Afghanistan anymore. Oh, my gosh. Oh, OK. Well, then 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 we don't need your permission to leave. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Uh, no, because you have to enter our airspace. Well, how do we get to that point? We can't help you on that. And it's absolutely absurd. I mean, why is this administration fighting us so hard to do a job that they failed to do? So, why is it? Why are they Why are they doing this? Other than just the fact of trying to squash the story and make it go away. I, so, I, I can't understand it. There are several reasons, and I, 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 I'm not sure what's right, but squash the story to make it go away. Teach Americans, don't you dare step out of line. You cannot go around us. If we say we can't do it, you're not doing it, uh, which is unbelievable to me. Um, the other, I mean, then you get down to things like, I don't know, they're evil. I mean, the, some of the stuff that's going on is when you're mocking people who are trying to save American lives, as well as the lives of Women who have been promised to be brides of the Taliban and you are mocking them. Doesn't that kind of fall into the category of evil? I, 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 I will be real quick to say it has to be because who, who could do this? You know, we got, we got, we have, we've got four Americans out. The team that I've been blessed to work with, we're the only ones that's actually got the Americans out so far. And we had to take her over 300 miles and her three kids across the land through Afghanistan, which isn't easy to do, to finally get her out. And three o'clock in the morning on Labor Day, I'm on the phone with her while the Taliban has threatened to kill her, to kill her if she came, if she tried to approach again. We have guys on the other side of the bridge negotiating with the Taliban, and I hate to say it, but trying to re- trying to get her released, trying to convince them that they're American citizens right. and they should release them. Right. Uh, and, the, and the State Department said that they did that, which they didn't. But here's another thing. Right now, as we speak, we have 23, the team that I'm working with, we have 23 AMSETs, American citizens, and safe houses. And you know a safe house in that area is only safe until the first time you use it. Yep. Uh, getting supplies is, is nearly impossible. We can't get any type of medication. And I've got a young girl right now. I've got a mom and two, and two young ladies, two young girls. The, one of the young girls has severe infections in her legs. The State Department knows this because we, we, she was in Kabul, 
And we were trying to get the State Department to help us get her through the gate because of her severe medical need. And they couldn't help us. We've had to now transport her to another country. And I'll tell you where she's at. She's in Caduce. Um, and we have her up in a safe house and we, she can't move anymore. So we're trying to negotiate a helo that can go in and get her. So we, we've developed a HLZ to land, but we're honestly, trying, we're, it, it's expensive and, and we're, 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 we're short on resources. All right. Well, you, um, you're not anymore. You hang on after and we'll get you the resources. Hello. You're going to make me emotional, Glenn. Uh, I, I've, I've literally taken this personal. And uh, that touches me. Thank you. Uh, but but we've got to get her out. I mean, she may have already lost her legs and we can't get the State Department to help us. And so when you say evil, how how can you not? Because they know she, we've sent pictures of her legs because they asked us. We sent pictures of her of 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 her passport. They know who she is. And their 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 argument is, is they can't help because her mom has a legal green card. She's legal. She's legal to be inside the United States, but she doesn't have a passport because she's only got her green card. And they're saying they can't help. But both her daughters have passports. Um, and I'm like, so you're saying that we got to leave from we got we get we can take out the girl, but we can't take out the mom. And they said, no, we can't say that. Well, so how? What are we supposed to do here? And they couldn't give us an answer. It, it and this kind of stuff has been so disheartening. We 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 have fought them literally every step of the way. I know, Glenn. I know. And it is. It is. It shouldn't be this way. They shouldn't be doing this. Even the the story that they leaked about us by saying that they I was lost in Afghanistan. I was never lost in Afghanistan. I knew exactly where we were at the whole time. Oh, they were uh, making you. Uh, we were them. we were watching you. And when you went dark, I knew why you went dark. But the State Department started leaking things that you were irresponsible yep. and you're lost and probably dead. And this is what happens. And you're like, are you rooting for the man to die? Yeah. I mean, what, what ended up happening to me is that I had to immediately get away because all of a sudden my face gets plastered all over international news. And no one knew who I was. I've never been a showboat member of Congress. I'm not I don't do that. I don't. I'm passionate about what I do. But I'm not I'm not out there trying to grab headlines. And uh, and, and so and, and by the way, I don't really look like a, 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 an average member of Congress. I've got a big old beard. And I not exactly well, you're I'm you're breaking up badly. Back. Hang on. Did you walk someplace or you're breaking up badly? No. Can you hear me now? Uh, no. Um, I tell you what, let me take a quick break and I'll come back with you. Let's let's fix this. <clears throat> I don't recognize my country. I mean, I've been saying this for years that there's going to come a time you don't recognize your country. We are not only do I not recognize it, we're on the wrong side. Um, for the first time in my life, the United States of America, I believe, is on the wrong side, knowingly on the wrong side. All right, let me tell you about AMAC. Um, AMAC is two million members, two million plus. I think they're they're approaching two and a half million right now. When you hit the magic number of 5 million members, you have such a big stick uh, that you can wield in Washington. Uh, that's why it's really important. If you are looking for discounts, you're over 50 and you're looking for the insurance discounts and travel benefits and everything else. Please, please join the Association of Mature American Citizens. AMAC is, uh, I, I know the founder, and it was happening during Obamacare, and he was like, this other group is selling you out. They're selling the citizens out knowingly. This is not going to be good for them. 
and uh, he couldn't believe it and decided to start his own um, uh, mature American citizen group. And he named it AMAC. And it does more than just give you all of the benefits. It actually stands for what you believe in. They were instrumental in stopping the passage of House Resolution Number 1 and engaged their uh, members. So you want to be engaged and you want a way to fight back. Join AMAC. AMAC. A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. That's AMAC dot U-S slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Representative uh, from Oklahoma, Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen, um, who just got back from uh, Afghanistan, uh, helped save American citizens, still trying to help save American citizens. Um, Welcome back to the program, sir. Thank you for having me. Um, And uh, sorry about that bad connection. I was just having to work off Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, not a problem. Um, So they made you, I I saw this, um, I saw this, line from you you said i was it wasn't just me trying to be a cowboy and i would just ask you to reconsider that i think you were the ultimate cowboy and i mean that in a good way i trust cowboys cowboys know what honor and integrity is their word is their bond they don't leave they don't leave an animal behind let alone uh, one of you know a person behind they do the right, right. thing uh, and that is the the embodiment of the American spirit. And so I think you were a cowboy, and I mean it in the best of ways. Well, I, I, I appreciate that, Glenn. But listen, I was working with some just great Americans. I mean, these are veterans. These are tier one operators. These guys, when they're not uh, doing what they're doing right now, what their, what their real job is, which they volunteer their time for, is to go get um, – young men and young women out of sex trafficking that had been kidnapped um, or sold into to the rings and they do it all over the all over the world and that's what and it's called the sentinel foundation and that's what they do uh and they are they're non-political they don't get involved in it but i was blessed enough to be able to, to work with them and so uh i all i couldn't you know i was all i was trying to do is be an asset to these these professionals it's what they do and the idea that i was able to work with them i'm blessed but they are the you know, people want to say you're Rambo. These guys are, they, they, they embody that, that yeah. personality. And, and there's great people. I, I, I will tell you, I've never seen senators and congressmen as powerless as they are in the government. The, the State Department's not afraid of no. packs of senators and congressmen working together. No, I, I truly believe the reason why they had they released that ridiculous story and even said that I was lost in Afghanistan, which wasn't true, was because they wanted to get a headline. They wanted to put a pressure on me and make me leave because they knew what was going to happen. They, they, they are absolutely trying. But that's what a socialist country is, right? A socialist country isn't about for the people, by the people. It's not, it's not about the people that are actually elected. It's about the top few. And that's what this administration has mm. taken. And I would have never thought we would be to where we're at. But, you know, a socialist country, they go in and they start promising people everything. They start taking care of all their needs. And what they end up doing is they create a, a, a lazy nation. And then a lazy nation uh, uh, becomes dependent on the federal government. And yep. when the federal government, they become dependent on the federal government. And then they don't care about the elected officials. It's just the ones that are up top that's literally signing the checks. And when and they and they strip away the power of the people, 
and they take it and they centralize it, and which is exactly what this administration is openly trying to do. I mean, they, they are embracing socialism, and and they are, they will use anything possible, including the sold out media uh, that is not you, but the sold out you know the media yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going to corporate just, media just do whatever they want to and put out I, their message. I, I will mean, MSNBC shouldn't even be on the air. I will tell you. Well, they have a right to free free speech. Um, the what's what's crazy to me is um, Joe Biden being so bold yesterday, saying he will get those governors like Greg Abbott uh, out of the people's way on his new uh, vaccine mandate. You have quite a job ahead of you to hold the hold tight to the Constitution. And and we have to even them threatening um, employees uh, that have over 100 employees. Well, my wife and I, we've been blessed and we have. We have, you know, well over 100 employees, uh, and and my employees don't want to. Be, I mean, the employees that want to be vaccinated get vaccinated. Yeah, I, I don't say don't, but you can't force us to do that. If you don't want it, you shouldn't have to do it. But that's what the government is saying. We're going to force you to do it anyway. Yeah, um, Congressman, thank you so much. Hang on the phone. I just want to make sure that we have uh, each other's information uh, so we can help you in any way we can. Uh, Representative Mark Wayne Mullen, the congressman from Oklahoma, on his efforts in Afghanistan. This is the Glenn Beck Program.